Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Emotionally Empowered Radio. I am your host, Ebony. And tonight we bring you Family Secrets Part 2. So please let me to welcome my lovely co-host, Ms. Alana Coleman. Hey, hey y'all. And today we have a producer, Hudson, behind the scenes with us. Hey, honey. Hey, what's up? Hey, he's mad. I don't think he really wanted to um, lose for me tonight. That's okay. So tonight we're doing something different because we had a demand for it. Um, And let me just make sure that we are still doing it. D, are you still doing your live Instagram? Am I still doing what? Instagram. Yep, Instagram is live. Facebook is live. Yep. Both. All right. So she is doing Instagram live um, tonight, and I'm going to stay here on Facebook live, so um, definitely go and follow her right now on Instagram at Mrs. Diva, M-R-S-D-I-V-A 226 on Instagram, and let us go ahead and jump into this topic. How was your day? It seemed like we just been busy, busy, busy all day today. All day. My day was nonstop today. Woo! But um, it's 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 winding down now. We gonna get yeah. this show. We gonna get this show um up and running for the day, so we can talk about it. But it was a long, long, challenging day today. So um, I think it's important for us to kind of try to recap regarding um some of the things that we talked about last week. We talked about family secrets and mental health and things that are kind of swept up the rug in the black community. We have some callers, you know, we have some testimonies. Um, hey, Paulette, it got kind of real um, last week. And even though it got real, it seems like we didn't barely scratch the surface because we talked a lot about some mental issues like depression, anxiety, but we didn't really get into the hard stuff. I agree. There was a lot of people that requested it again because we didn't get into the things that um, people actually need healing about, people Mm -hmm. actually need information about. So I definitely think that part two was necessary. Uh, So I hope everybody that asked for part two is definitely going to come in tonight and talk about it. Get this party started. So I think that... um, it's important for us to even talk about what exactly mental illness is. And the textbook definition for mental illness is a disease that causes mild to severe disturbances in thoughts um, or behavior resulting in an ability to cope with life's 
ordinary demands and So I think we talked about a lot of the common ones. We talked about depression. We talked about bipolar. Hey, Kristen. Hey, Chanel. We talked about, um, you know, schizophrenia, <clears throat> anxiety, stuff like that. But there are so many other mental illnesses that <sighs> we really need to talk about. So, so one of the things that I found when I was doing my research is that a mental illness is, just because of the way that it's classified, and this is something that I didn't know was a mental illness, but ADHD is a mental illness. Did you know that? I did. I didn't know. I thought it was like a disorder and not necessarily mm-hmm. like mental illness. But since it, the classification is such that something that is able to alter your mood, you know, and alter your personality um, and the way you think, you know, your thoughts process that is what makes it a mental illness. Yeah. This is something that I encounter on a daily basis in my line of work. And I think that there is a larger instance of ADHD um this day and age amongst the young people. So many people are gonna be upset with me, but whatever. What do you think about that? Talk about it. Being a teacher, this is one of the things that I notice. And um, I always have to make sure I put this square out there because I don't teach children. I teach grown folk. But there are a younger population of grown folk. And I see a prevalence of, um, you know, a lot of people that are um, experiencing the symptoms. They have been diagnosed. Some of them have been, some of them haven't been, but they are um, definitely exhibiting the signs and symptoms of someone who has um, ADHD. Um, um, and, and you said that's what you see in adults? I see that in a lot of younger adults. Younger adults. So what? Yeah. What age are you? What age are you speaking about? Eighteen to twenty-two. Hmm. I think that definitely has something to do with it going untreated, though, because a lot of times um, the ADHD uh, comes at an early age. Like it should. It's definitely something that uh, should have should have been identified at an early age, even through the schools. So when it's when it's uh, untreated, then then you'll see. I think you'll see that when it when it's younger adults. I think a lot of it has to do with us going back to what we were talking about last week and how um, how do we know that this is the stuff that. that wasn't necessarily brought to the attention of the parent. I think they may have been we ignore it or it's nothing wrong with my baby, um, you know, type of stuff. And then we end up with these adults who um, have a problem being able to focus. Yep. Totally a plethora. <laughs> a plethora of other things. 
I totally agree with that. My Facebook is trying to reconnect, but I'm listening. Go ahead. Yeah, 54 million Americans suffer from some type of mental disorder in any given year. Um, and some of those that we talked about last week are normal. You know, sometimes we have seasonal depression. We have anxiety. Um, we have so many different things that can affect our mood and alter our mood from season to season. But some of these things are things that are um, a lot more serious and require treatment. And last week, we didn't even scratch the surface about the person who is dealing with a family member who has mental illness and, um, you know, how they feel and how it affects the family. So how that, let me give you good. Absolutely. Let me give you the number to give us a call and call in. We're at 646-668-2863. Again, the number is 646-668-2863. Um, so I want to hear from you if you have dealt with a family member who has a mental illness and how does it make you feel. Um, are you resentful? Are you angry, you know, toward that person? This is a typical thing that I found people dealing with when they have a person in their family who they feel like is the main. Um, a lot of times people feel like they're unable to pursue their own interests, um, you know, because so I think people who are dealing with the family member, they need to have some type of counseling too. I definitely agree with that um, because it is a lot of family members out there that, you know, go go through that kind of stuff um, where they have to be the support system of their family. So I definitely agree with them having to go with counseling themselves. I definitely. So let's talk about some of the things we didn't talk about last week, like some of the things that happen when uh, mental illness goes untreated. Okay. And we have people committing types of um, crimes, you know, sexual violence and um, rape and you know, different things that we even said that we were going to discuss incest <laughs> and all of those things that a lot of the time people um, don't really want to talk about. So some of the cause of sexual violence that was looking up today kind of blew me away. One of the causes of uh, sexual violence or rape was socioeconomic. Not that I didn't know it was one of the the risk factors for these types of crimes and stuff like that, but it really blew me away. Mm Mm-hmm. You say the last part again. I was just speaking to a couple of people that were popping up on my live, but socioeconomic was one of the causes of sexual violence. Wow. I mean, you it's it's like you know, it's like oh yeah, okay, that that does that does make sense, but to hear it, wow. Yeah. I don't think I grew up in the best environment, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
And so that's one of just one of the So I don't, but I mean, hmm, I mean, I can't really say now that we're talking about it and we're, you know, we're being honest and we want to be transparent. I can't really say that I haven't been in some situations as a young child where as a child there some things that was kind of fishy going on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At a relative's so, house or somewhere I didn't want to go and stay, but I had to stay. And I can't even really be honest. Well, I can't lie about the fact that there are certain families that I wouldn't take uh, my children around. Now, I totally agree with that. So when I was doing some research um, yesterday, I think that was, yeah, yesterday, it's, uh, it it came up that eight out of ten cases of rape of rape um, in children are is some victim the, that they knew they knew the parent, they knew the people so mm-hmm. it is a lot of people it's a yeah growing up it was people houses that I just was like nope I don't want to go over there but it was a lot of people houses that my mom just wouldn't take us to you know um, <clears throat> just because it was that. That uncle and that cousin over there, that it, they was kind of creepy. And I mean, it's just what it is. And I think a lot of times that those issues are swept under the rug. My children barely can go anywhere. And I do mean barely can go anywhere because of different things that's going on now. My, my, my dad didn't, didn't allow us to go places. People could come over to our house, but it wasn't going over to other people's houses and staying the night and things like that. So my children, I I picked up that same thing, and my children just barely go anywhere to the point where my husband, when we got married, he was like, can you let these kids live? Like, let them go to the nice places. And I'm like, uh, sir, no. Sir, no. So, mm-mm, no friend house down the street because I don't know what, that that person deals with, you know, and I even go deeper than that because I grew up in, not only in the church, but I grew up around my parents and my grandparents that had deeper spiritual relationships with God. So they were deeper into the things. So we learned a lot of different things like uh, about generational perversion and things like that. So it, it's a no for me. Yeah. I gotta say, I feel you on. Hey, Tamika. Hey, Shelly. Hey, Sierra. I know I spoke to some of you guys already, but I just want to make sure I touch with everybody. Do you have any comments on your live on any of you? Have I don't. Two I have, oh, listen. I had to. I ended my Instagram live because it was um, <laughs> because the people said that it was it was sounding real delayed. So I ended that. Okay. I had to end okay. my Facebook live because it stopped. So just listen. We just gonna keep going on with the show. I talked. We talked about this earlier about the distractions. So no, I, I went on ahead and prayed against all that earlier today. So right before the show. So no, nah, I'm not even gonna let that affect me. So we sit here and we talk about the hard stuff, and but the hard mm-hmm. stuff is the stuff that we barely want to talk about um, as it is. You know, and this is, I don't want to say it's normal, but it is normal. Because the normal stuff that happens in the community every day, especially in the black community, is incest, people with bipolar disorder. We have schizophrenic people. We have a lot 
of our people have ADHD. And, you know, and like I said earlier, this has been classified as a mental disorder as well. I have one question. Okay. These are all things that are very prevalent in the black community, and we need to acknowledge it. So if we're not acknowledging these things, do you think it's easier for us to acknowledge the victims? And really think about that because, you know what, if this is the stuff that's happening in the black community, we are the victims. Hmm. So that is a great way to look at it because we don't we don't acknowledge if it. we can't even talk about it, we definitely can't even discuss the people that um being too. You know what I'm saying? We have sex crimes and stuff that's being built against people every day by our people. And I think that's one of the main concerns when it came to story is that I think the last episode was titled um, Black Girls Matter or Black Lives Matter or whatever because they were trying to make it seem like since these are the things that are happening to women it's still not acknowledged you know it's swept up the rug I mean look what happened with him for charges to even be against him Yeah, and then it and that is a that's an issue to me. That's a huge um, soft spot to me as well because I am. I won't talk about the R. Kelly situation because it 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 puts me in a space that I don't like to be in. But I will say this: you are absolutely you you hit it on the nose with that. Uh, we can't even talk about it. So to to support or to even believe a victim is so far-fetched because we don't talk about it. And Absolutely. It's, it's, it's so unfortunate because they do. It is, it is, it's not just our, the black community, but the black community is the ones that they don't want to tell. They, they, they want to, they want to sweep that, those things under the rug or they just, they're so, we're so in fear that we we don't even acknowledge it. Period. I had a family member that was was sexually assaulted, and during the during the assault, it was some family members that didn't even want to believe the story, and it upset me so bad because for me. I I have to believe your story first, and then we go to the to the let's prove it otherwise. You know what I'm saying? Because race is just such a serious thing to me. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So I mean, just doing the research and 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 looking at how many the percentage of women between the ages. It's 30% of women between the ages of 11 and 17. They said that they 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 saying that they guaranteed to be sexually assaulted between those ages. 30%. What percentage again? 30% from ages mm-hmm. 11 to 17. 30%. Then they say 27.8% are over the age, are 10 are ages 10 and younger. 
And 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 this is family members. This is family members. And then the fact that it goes so unnoticed for so long. Like so I guess my question is to to our audience is why does it why are we so in fear of bringing our uncle, our auntie and our cousins to justice? Like why? You know why, why? Why are we in fear of that? And I'm not talking about that child or that you know that person that the that they that they assaulted because I get the fear. But what about when when somebody find out five or ten years later that a person was was molested by the grandfather or by the uncle, and they protect that that secret as a family? Why, why is that? Like, what type of damage do you do to your your daughter or your niece or that cousin that they grow up damaged and they have to seek so much help and sometimes they don't seek it at all. Absolutely. It's crazy that we are even on the topic, but I was watching the live video with my husband earlier. He was just watching the video out the blue. He's one of those people who go on Facebook and just lets the videos play. And scroll. Mm-hmm. The video came up. There was a lady who, and I think that this is something that is so prevalent in the black community as well. I think that we have been failed so many times, um, by whether it be the criminal justice system, you know, whether it be uh, our own family members for, you know, generational reasons. Because, you know, daddy hit the nail on the head week when he was talking about it's a generational thing and how we're always so afraid and we want to protect that person because back in the day there weren't any laws for um, people who were mentally ill and so we felt the need to protect that person from the full extent of the law but anyway this video that he was watching earlier was talking it was, there was a young lady and she was talking about how she had custody of her husband's two I want to say they were his younger siblings and they had been in a situation in which they were being molested by their father. Now, I don't know if it had proven or not, maybe not, um, but the man was still giving visitation on the weekends. During his visitation on the weekends, he would take his young daughters to the church. And so many people in the church knew was going on, and the lady was so upset because she was saying, like, like the church is supposed to be a place of sanctuary, and you know, people are supposed to be able to feel safe um, in the church. And so what happened was he taking his young daughters in the bathroom at the church, and he, he was blessing them there because that was the only time that he was able to be able to do so. Maybe his visitation could only take place at the church or something like that. And so this lady was livid. And despite what these young ladies were saying, you know, he was still able to have some type of time with his young daughters, whom had he, he had been accused of molesting. Hey, Joe. Wow. And so, I mean, it was so sad because the lady was upset. She was crying. You know, and I can tell you about countless um, instances 
circumstances in which people were forced to live under these conditions because not only are we facing each other by trying to keep each other safe or what have you, but the criminal system um, is failing us as well because they give these people so many chances. And it makes me think about um, an article I read. I don't know which one of the Williams sisters it was, whether it was Venus or Serena, but she had some type of um, situation that was wrong with her. She ended up being diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, but one of the reasons why Long is because nobody believed her. Mm, mm, mm. Not only is it that people don't want to leave, but then when we do come out and say something, whether it's a medical issue, whether I feel like it's mental, I feel like we are um, not believed or downplayed when we talk about something, even when we do try to get help. Hey, Jerry. I thought I I think you are absolutely right. And and I can say that I think you're right because, you know, I know of some people that are close to me that have had these similar situations. It was it was definitely downplayed. So I mean, they it deterred them from even wanting to get the help. Like they just stopped seeking help for that. And now one of them to this day, she can't even have a serious relationship. With a man, period. Because her whole every every memory that she has of a man touching her is just it's it's horrible for her. So that 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 whole thing just it it it, it saddens me. Um, you know, just the the thought of incest, the thought of children being brought into this world by family secrets, by uncles, cousins, having sex with the young niece or granddaughter, daughter, and they haven't bringing a child into the world, like, and then that's swept under the rug, stuff like that. I just, and I'm just praying that somebody is healed, you know, that things are brought to the forefront in your families because these things, like the R. Kelly thing that I'm not going to talk about, but like the R. Kelly situation, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> like the R. Kelly situation. You know, I hear, I hear two sides. I hear some people saying that, you know, the women are lying. They're using this to capitalize on. Um, and then I hear some of the women saying, I mean, some people saying how R. Kelly is a monster and things like that. Now for me, it's, it's, Two, I, I'm gonna just say this part. It's I, I I have a few different ways that I feel about it. I think I said this last week. On one note, we definitely society, his family dropped the ball because he had some issues. He has issues. He had them forever. This didn't just appear out of anywhere. He's had them. So his family dropped the ball on that. Whatever I'm sure is some generational issues that are there, some generational perversion issues that are there as well. And then he had the situation with his sister. So now the things that happened with him, now he's turning around and doing these same things. So the ball was dropped there, but also the ball was definitely dropped within R. Kelly's camp of, of, you know, these people that knew exactly what was going on. 
I don't blame the women. Now, if I don't blame the women because children are children. I don't care if they're adults now. People are damaged. This is what happens when it goes unnoticed, untalked, not talked about, when it goes secret. So I don't blame women at all when these things happen to them. I don't even care if, that they're capitalizing off of it. I don't. I don't. That doesn't. I don't. Yeah. So Joe made a comment. She said, "I don't know what has been what has already discussed, but I believe that stigma um, is a deterrent for exposure." And absolutely. And we did touch on it a little bit. I do agree that stigma is such a, ter- a deterrent um, for exposure because it's almost like it's already an expectation. You know what I'm saying? Sad, mm-hmm. but true. So, absolutely. Right. Hey, Ms. Moore, yep. how are you? So, for those of you who uh, are just now joining us, we are discussing family secrets. This is our mental health edition, and this is our part two. Um, you know, we felt like after last week, we really hadn't scratched the surface of, um, you know, all the things that occur as a result of mental illness. And so, you know, if you would like to make a comment or you want to call in, um, even if it's just to listen, our number is 643. Again, that number is 646 Um, You know, please do a favor by liking and sharing um, this video. And so, um, yeah. Well, you know, one of I the mean, things that, one of, one of the things that um, someone brought up um, last week, they sent me a message and wanted to talk more about suicide and said we, we kind of dipped into it last week, but they said that we didn't you know, talk about it as much as they would have liked for their child um, who's dealing mm-hmm. with something something similar. Um, that child is showing signs of being suicidal, um, showing signs of depression, and um, not only showing signs of depress- depression, but they're beginning to isolate themselves in school. And so one of the questions that I asked her is does she think that it's due to bullying or due to social media? Well, and I'm, it's, you know, it's so good that you asked that because so many things are, social media is such a big problem. It's such a blessing and a curse. You know, um, a lot of times I think that we as parents, we, we really think so because we are, the adults, and we may be able to utilize social media responsibly. Social media is one of those things that can be um, detrimental to our children's health. And you actually mentioned a lot of the um, signs and symptoms are common for somebody who is experiencing a mental illness or fashion. And then I do have a number that we're going to uh, be giving out for if you have a person who is in, um, you know, full-blown crisis where they call and get some type of immediate help. But some of the 
I found were um, prolonged depression. You know, I talked about how depression can be seasonal. You know, I can be depressed. Or, you know, I can be depressed because we're having or what have you. But prolonged depression is definitely an issue. Um, people have extreme highs and lows, um, increased worry or anxiety. Withdrawal is one of the things that I heard you say. Um, dramatic eating habits that are changing. Strong feelings of anger. Um, strange thoughts or delusions, hallucinations. Increased inability to cope. You know, have you ever just heard somebody like, I, I just can't handle it. I can't take it. I can't take it anymore. I feel like I'm about to snap. You know, when people say stuff like that, um, you definitely need to believe that it's something that has been expressing a lot lately. Suicidal thoughts is another one. Substance abuse just increased physical ailments that can't be exposed away. Oh so, yes, I don't. I don't think that we did touch on suicide enough. Um, so were, were you able to get an answer from her? Whether it was um, no. you know, she she what she said is that she would call in for the show if she felt led to call into the show, which I understand, you know. You, you kind of, sometimes just sometimes you just wanna um wanna hear, you know, what the things that you should do or, you know, just hear some hear from different people and not so much of at uh commenting or anything like that. So I hope she does call in. I definitely mm-hmm. hope her daughter is okay. Um I did tell her I will be praying for her daughter because again, this isn't the first even the first time I've heard of the Suicide, suicide issues uh, within the last six months. Like I, I mentioned last week that my two children dealt with two two girls, three two or three girls that um, they had to talk out of committing suicide. My daughter dealt had it, had the issue twice, and then my son. So hmm. suicide is something that we definitely have to we have to get in front of it, and I. It's it's that suicide right now is at an all time high. It's the highest it's been in forty years. It's the highest that it's been in forty years. So we just want to encourage parents again to make sure. I mean, not just parents, but we just want to encourage people just to look for those signs because those signs are so important. And listen to people when they tell you that they're depressed. Some people may be out to to seek attention, but you won't know until you actually reach out to that person and make sure that you stay connected with that person to let them know that you are there for them. Now, you will come across some some of those people that you can just tell after so many times of talking to them that they're seeking attention. But honestly, if you think about it, that's a mental health issue as well. Okay. That is an issue. (laughs) Seriously, and I'm not laughing at anybody. I'm just, uh, that's an issue. If you're an attention seeker, that's an issue. Exactly. You are absolutely right. We have a couple of comments. So, Jerry, and I had pinned it so I could um, not let it go away. He said, in the black Mm -hmm. community, we need to get away from, you can just pray the trauma away. Pray the depression away. That just doesn't work. We need to talk about these things to start the healing process. I agree 100%. Um, and then Joe had said exactly faith without work. We have 
pay attention and high attention to our children more, um, which I also agree. In the, wait, no, the same comment. And then she said, even if we as parents have to be on our own personal discomfort and deal with our own demons, you know, absolutely. I think mm. a lot of times we ignore things because of the way that we feel of certain things or certain things that we've experienced allow us to be able to see something that's happening in our own children. So I definitely agree, Joe. Oh, yeah, Joe, that was good. We definitely, as parents, we got to get ourselves together. Like, we can't we can't go into this thing. I, I, I can tell you this. I had a, a issue with one of my children where they were um, experiencing some, some, some sadness. Some, they were isolating themselves. And this was a few years ago, but um, that that kid was isolating themselves a whole lot. And it was due to um, some other things that that child had going on, some, some, some things that wasn't shared with us until later. But I did miss it. Like, I really did miss it. I blamed it on his, his age. I blamed it on... The attitude, I blamed it on laziness. I, I blamed it on a lot of stuff, but I, I failed at then. I failed at, at seeking help for him. And so it wasn't until later that we actually um, got some therapy. And I think it worked. Um, I think talking to someone else definitely helped. But I definitely think as parents, we, we can't drop the ball. You know, and then we have to deal, like Joe said, we have to deal with our issues as well because a lot of times we we are dealing with a lot of things, so we need to deal with our issues as well. There's nothing wrong with family therapy. There's nothing wrong with going to see your pastor for therapy. There's nothing wrong with those things. Whatever outlet you choose to take far as therapy, there's nothing wrong with going to therapy. So I encourage us to go to therapy. Go see your pastor. You don't want to go see your pastor if you don't feel comfortable with that because you see your pastor all the time, then go see somebody else. But definitely don't drop the ball on your children because it's definitely hard to pick that ball back up. Absolutely. So we have another comment um, from Jerry, and she said, I always thought that um, I had an issue with depression and never wanted to talk to a therapist because I was always told folks don't do that. Um, it was not until last year when I was afraid of hurting myself and losing my husband that I finally go to the doctor and probably diagnosed with clinical depression and started going to counseling. Unfortunately, um, I had to stop going to counseling because I could no longer afford the copay, but I did learn ways to cope with my depression um, and to be better for my family. Um, wow. I mean, you know, unfortunately, I have too heard that um, before. I have too heard that before that people don't go to Brooklyn and do all that. And I think that is just utterly ridiculous because people – not just black people, uh, 
you know, or any other ethnic group for that matter, it's always good for people to be able to sit down and talk and receive help and um, advice, you know, from other people. And you would be surprised at what could potentially find out if you do talk to somebody. So thank you for that transparency, uh, Jerry. And, you know, like she said, the end result was her finding ways to cope and actually being diagnosed with and Thank you for that comment. Absolutely, and finding some things that you can definitely do to about it. You okay, sir? Well. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys have any questions or testimonies about suicide, um, definitely we definitely need some some help with suicide in these children because I mean it's just been left and right, and it's just I tried to commit suicide when I was thirteen. Um, I yeah I was thirteen. And I tried. I it, it was it was a few times that I actually tried to do it, and it was it was just a bunch of stuff going on in my 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 world. And I rem I, I hid it from my parents. Um, I stayed with my father. My father worked, but when he came home, we was usually in the bed, so he wouldn't have known. Uh, we did. My mom stayed out in Mount Clemens, so you know she wasn't close to us. And I remember, I'm going to skip ahead, but I remember my <laughs> sister, because it's a long story, so, you know, because I actually had to seek some counseling. I actually had to really get some help for it. But I remember one day, which the reason that it ended up coming out is because I remember one day my sister, she took, honest to God, my angel, because it was dark in our bedroom. I don't even... It wasn't nothing but God the, 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 for her to even have seen this. She she was, I was cutting my wrist, and my I'm talking about it was pitch black in our bedroom, and my sister touched me. She's My sister is a year under me. She touched me, and she said, what are you doing? And I kid you not, she, she seen everything I was doing. I'm telling you, I don't know how. She seen everything I was doing, and she said, please. I need you. Do not kill yourself. She said, I need you to stop right now. I mean, like, she was literally my angel at that moment because at that point I had done it so many times, I was convinced. I had I had already <clears throat> figured out how I was going to uh, cut my, my cut the artery. I was already, I was just like, I'm done. And my sister is the one that stopped me, and I got help after that. Like wow. my parents, my sister, my sister, um, end up dad. Did she tell you first or mom? So my mom found out first, and then my dad found out. And my dad, he like, you got the best life in the world. What's happening? But you know, it, it's it's one of those things that we don't we don't understand it, especially as parents. We don't understand it. 
parents don't understand why their child wants to commit suicide. But it's it's a it's, it's honestly just one of those things that life was overwhelming to me. Absolutely, and you know the prevalence of suicide is actually um, well the incidence has become a lot higher because of the hormonal changes. I think that's one of the things that I read um, just recently that the hormonal change that takes place in um, teenagers make them a lot more mentally unstable. And they don't have a lot of coping uh, mechanisms yet to be able to deal with a lot of things. And so the prevalence is higher of suicide, especially in young people who have taken on um, adult roles or if they have a lot of things that are on their plate, you know, like you said. So um, that's definitely one of the risk factors that I heard about earlier, which is, you know, it is an issue and it's just, that we even have to talk about it, but you know, it is, and I definitely want to be able to talk about it just so that people can get, um, you know, more information. And like you said, it may not even be somebody having to call in and, you know, give a testimony, but hopefully something that you said or something that I said maybe, you know, strike a chord with somebody and they um, are able to put things in some other people or the help that they need for themselves. I agree. I had to actually share this with my, I had to share this same testimony, which I end up telling them the the entire story, but I had to share this with my children. I had to let, because they, they couldn't understand, my children couldn't understand why they kept encountering people that were trying to kill themselves. Like, and I really had to share this, share this testimony with them so that they can understand, you know, what it's even about. And, yeah, so that was that was a bit much for me because I never wanted to share this with them. Like, I shared this with them and hadn't even told my – I had never, ever told my husband about it. Wow. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, I'm going on. I'm kind of the same situation, you know, um, younger and um, I was fortunate enough to be able to go and to see a counselor but I was so young and with the emotional turmoil that I was experiencing I wanted to stop seeing the counselor (laughs) so (laughs) that's a turn of events for you Um, but it's felt like and I don't know, maybe I was right, maybe I was wrong, maybe it was my teenage emotions, but I felt like this person uh, that I was talking to didn't take me seriously. Um, you know, and so I think that's another one of the issues that we have to worry about as well is, you know, how things are going to play out when we do and get the help that we need. So that's another one of the things that I think become an issue because Definitely was an issue for me. Mm-hmm. I went and did not stop taking the medication that I was supposed to be taking because I never did that. But I did end up having to, um, you know, find the strength and the courage to get another um, counselor. Wow. So, so. do you? 
do you do you think that do you think that schools because I, I actually um sent this over to my kids school, do you think that schools should have support groups for children, for kids? I think so. I think so. Um that definitely. And you know what? Some of these schools do a lot of them have the services. Um I know here in the Southfield School District where I am, um they have so many different services. They have social work and they have people that they can talk to and everything. However, it's not like the children are asking for the help. Or it's not like some of the things that are being seen displayed by children um, is even being noticed. How about that? Mm-hmm. Because it takes a teacher in a classroom full of 30 to 40 kids, right? Not 30 to 40, but, you know, um, I'm exaggerating. But 30 in some instances for um, them to pick out and see what's going on with your kid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's not always easy for the services to be utilized. They definitely need to utilize. They definitely need to utilize those services because, these kids really, really need those support groups. Like they, I mean, not even just the kids that that are depressed and so just everyday life at, at school. I mean, kids, it's different right now, and it's just these kids got a lot. I mean, it's a lot of them that are spoiled, but these kids got a lot of stuff that they gotta deal with that they got to live up to. You know, this is a this is a lot for for kids right now. I mean, you got kids that are dealing with homosexuality. They don't know how to deal with that. They become depressed. They don't know how to even they don't know how to turn off those feelings. They don't know how to activate it, deactivate it. They just don't know. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. and I, I think I just think we have to do some, we just got to do things different. We have, as parents, as the adults, as the society, we have to go into things much different than we've been doing. You know, um, this reality TV, it's got adults that, you know, I'm not going to go there with it. Cause it's a lot. It's a it's lot. It's a lot. I was talking, I had a conversation with one of my students earlier, and she was just telling me she's from Pakistan. And she was telling me how culture um, and everything over here is so different. And this is about to, it's a totally different age, but it totally makes sense now that I was, you know, thinking about it or whatever. So she's saying that um, as a young teenager, she was very, as a teenager, as a grown woman, she was very underdeveloped. Physically, because mm-hmm. the food that they ate and how it's grown, and they didn't have all of the chemicals and stuff, right? Um, she was telling me as a young woman, she didn't start her menstrual cycle until she was 16, 17, which is her in the United States. Because of the way that they ate and because of the way that their, you know, their food was grown and how they, you know, treated their bodies and stuff like that. I do think that we have all of these children with um, pent up emotional stuff, 
because they're dealing with hormones at a very early age that they should not be even dealing with at this point. And so it's hard for them to be able to take it all in and to deal with it. And so we get these adverse, we get these situations in which they don't know how to cope because they're not supposed to be doing that. Yeah. So it makes that conversation that I was having with her because I just, and it kind of blew my mind. She said I was 17, and I said, wow, unheard of in the United States. Unheard of in the United States. Mm-hmm. You know, I love her. She's so wholesome, and she just, she doesn't necessarily frown our culture because she lives here now, and it's her way of life. But she just understands the differences and the way um, things should be done differently and you no one cannot her for whatever it is that she does differently with her children and how she to veer away from what's being done over here. You know, who wants their 10 or 11 or 12-year-old daughter to wake up one day and have to deal with these raging hormones because she is dealing with whatever it is that she's dealing with that she probably is too young to even be dealing with and that she doesn't even know how to deal with, if that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. Um, you know, perfect sense. And I was telling somebody, somebody said, you know, you talk too much. You talk too much, you talk too much to your kids. You talk to your boys. Listen, I have to talk to these kids to try to explain to them that the reason why <laughs> you are upset is, so, and I don't want to, I don't even want to use the word minuscule because a lot of things that these kids deal with not minuscule, but sometimes I have seen my children blow up over the smallest things, and I have to realize that it's because they have these hormones and they have all of these things happening inside of their bodies that they don't really know how to handle at such ages. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, might not be, it may not be minuscule to them. It's something that's minuscule to me, but it's something that we still have to, as parents, talk to our children and teach them how to have a mechanisms and how to deal with stuff because I have some adult folk who don't have Mm -hmm. coping mechanisms and who don't know how to deal with certain things that life is bringing their way whether it be um, you know small things or large things they just need to learn how to cope with a lot of things and that's one of the bigger issues is that a lot of folks can't deal I agree and and that's those coping skills is something that needs to be teached in school as well. That just needs Absolutely. to be a class within itself. I mean, some adults, we need to know how to cope as well. What you said earlier is, you know, I just don't want to do this no more, and that's just how people get, you know, and you don't know how to cope with everyday life. And so I, I, I think that that's another one, you know. Put that support group in there too. And there's people out here that will run those support groups that – where you said Southfield has the funding, Detroit probably don't have the funding. But there's people out here that will run those groups because people understand that these children need help. You know, my my mom used to always say, um, what she used to say, she used to say, um, little hurt people turn into big hurt people. We, we, We got enough. We got enough big hurt people out here. We got enough big mean people out here. So we need 
to get these kids at the beginning, you know, at these beginning stages. I have to get on my daughter a lot. My daughter's attitude, she's 12, and her attitude was getting really, really bad. And my sister ended up having a conversation with her one day and just gave her some ways to cope with that attitude, and she needed that. And her attitude has changed so much, you know, but she needed to hear that there is ways to cope with your attitude. You don't have to always act like this. Absolutely. Yep. You know, I I have to tell my young daughter as well, because I have a young daughter who is the same age, and, you know, it's a struggle. And it almost makes you feel bad for not really, I don't know, I guess I do feel a little bit bad because, not that it's our anything that's our fault, but you know, a lot of these things are just because of the way we live, because of the the hormones that are in our food that we knowing we give to them. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's crazy. So for those of guys about... that are just go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. For those of you that are just tuning in, hey. Hey, Angela. Hey, Mo. Um, the number where you guys can uh, reach eight two eight six three again. That number is six four six 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 eight two eight six three. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or if you just want to call in and listen, do so. Uh, my producer, make sure that you are not put on the line. So we have a couple of comments, Joe. She said, "While I believe in." Resources. I do also believe in strongholds, spirits, and a plan of the enemy to steal, kill, destroy. Therefore, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, so on and so forth. So forth. I do believe we have to have a healthy balance. Absolutely. I'm not saying, okay, you know, I'm not saying, um, don't anoint, don't do whatever it is that you do to keep your household in order, by all means do it, because I know I do, you know, and I, I'm going to. But at the end of the day, I do believe that, that a lot of things, some things, if you will, are chemical imbalances that cannot be prevailed. So I also, Joe, um, I definitely also believe in both. I believe in therapy. I believe in getting medication. I believe in that. But I also, I'm with you on that. I definitely believe believe in demonic spirits, demonic strongholds. I will bind, rebuke something out of my kids in a hop, skip, and a jump. I will anoint them shoes. I will anoint them heads, okay? So I believe in all of that as well. And I believe in generational curses. I believe in what um, Ebony is saying, the chemical balance the balances of the chemicals being off, I I definitely would have to 100% agree with that because these demonic spirits are out here too. And for for me, my belief system, these demonic spirits is not holding up nobody out here, okay? And they're trying to take, my belief is that it's trying to take over our children. You know, we we, we have to remember that, if our children, in order for our children to get to destiny, uh, they have to believe in something. So the enemy is going to come kill them first 
That's that's what he set out here to do. So he's going to try to kill our children our first so that they can't be put into their destiny. And see, with mine, I'm not having it. And that's right. just what it is. I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing it with mine. So, yep, before they leave the house in the morning, they get anointed. My daughter, my six-year-old daughter the other day came in my room, and she asked me to anoint her foot because she sprung, she thought she sprung her ankle. So I, definitely in my house, that's what we're going to do. We, 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 we binding and rebuking spirits because okay. I just don't have time for that kind of I, – I, I don't let demons rule my house. So, I know that's right. Yes, ma'am. Here's the thing. That suicide spirit, uh-uh. Nope. That suicide spirit is, <coughs> is, is, is on, it's on, a, it's on 100 right now. That, nah. But that's because, that's because there's a, there's, it's not enough, it, there is not enough people that's attacking that spirit, though. And that's just bottom Absolutely. line. Absolutely. And it's getting hard, stronger and stronger. Absolutely. Stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And, you know, it was this this young lady that my daughter was, um, she she called, Najee called me one day at school, and Najee said, Mom, my friend, she, she uh, said she has no reason to live anymore, and this will be the last time we see her in school because she's going to kill herself. And I put her on the phone. I asked her, did she know who Jesus was? I thought, I, I said, do you pray? She said, no. She said, but I'm, but, and let me tell you what she said. She said, but I'm tired. I'm tired of being afraid of a grown person. I said, what you mean? She said, I'm tired of him touching me. Girl, I was through. I said, we about to pray right now. <laughs> wow. I was through. I, right now. And I called the school. I was through. Okay, that jacked me up. I was through. I got a couple comments. I had I pinned them. You can go ahead and talk until I find them real quick. We just got a, co- a comment from Joe. Joe said, "Get the purge bucket and some psychotropic meds." <laughs> I know that's Come on now, Joe. Come on. We gotta have a combination of the two. You hear me? <clears throat> All right. So I got three comments. Let's see. Ayana said, "We are our own support groups. We have to be more supportive and open." so that our kids feel comfortable with talking to us or a family member. I agree. We, 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 can't, we dipped into that just a little bit earlier. Um, I, I totally agree with that because we don't make it easy for our children to come talk to us. But, but that goes back to Joe's comment. That's because we have issues within ourselves, though. Yeah. So uh, then I got one from Tina. She said, I think our kids also watch how we cope with things. Totally agree with that. Woo. They come do. on, Tina. They do. They do. They watch how we cope with things. You, your, your kids see that you a go-getter, your kid going to be a go-getter. Yep. Your kids see you cussing, cussing daddy out, your kid ain't going to respect daddy. Okay? Your kid don't see you get up and go to church, your kid ain't going to get up and want to go to church. Don't try to switch it on them. Uh, on next Sunday, they ain't going to want to go to right. church. Right. So it is a lot of things we definitely got to do different as parents. Like Joe said, like you said, we just have to, we have to change our mindset in order to to better our own children, you know, to get our children to the place of, to their place of destiny. And let me see. You got some? Because I got a couple more. 
Uh-uh. Um, Ayana again said, we were just having a conversation about this at the salon, how people find it so hard to let go of their demons. My response was that you have to call those demons out by that name. You better say that, Yana. You better, you come on, church baby. She said, by <laughs> depression, by anger, by disobedience. She, okay, all right. That's a church baby right there. She said, by depression, by anger, by disobedience. <laughs> that's my cousin. We, we, you know, that's. I'm telling you, we gonna bind them spirits up. Not only, um, not only that our kids never want to disappoint you. Wait, not only that our kids never want to disappoint you. Expectations of them are so. Come on, comment. Expectations of them, so they. Okay. So they keep things away from us in fear that they may be. Oh, in fear that they may be condemned. Well, that's good. Mhm. That is that is good. And I can say I had that. Okay, wait. You keep you you go ahead and talk because I'm a I'm a I have to text the person to make sure I can say what I want to say. But go ahead, keep going. Jojo was joining us on her break. She said. Well, ladies, it's been nice spending some time with you on my break. I have to go back to work now. I'll meet you again at the same place at the same time. All right, Joe. Thanks for joining us. See you, Joe. And have a good day at work. Yeah. Um, I mean, those are some good comments. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. For those of you guys that are listening, geez, I just want to say I still have a little bit of a situation. Last week I couldn't talk. And today, <coughs> I still got something going on, obviously, but, but I guess we're getting on our system today, so excuse my voice. You said last week you couldn't talk, and this week, what's wrong? It's, I guess, lingering. You know, it's I'm lingering. Say this. My, mom, my mom made a comment. My mom sent me a personal message, and she said her live, her, her, um, Broadcast was messing up, and I told her mine was too. Which you probably don't notice this, but I've ended my live three times and had to restart it. And my mom sent me a message three times. My mom sent me a message, and she said, "I guess the 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 enemy don't like this topic, huh?" And I'm gonna say this: we had so much. Ebony and I had so much going on today. Dealt with so much warfare on today. Um, I mean, so much. Just it was just so many things that we dealt with. Now I had to end the live video three times. Somebody said that the speaker that they the show is going in and out, like they hear you in and out on live. I don't know if everybody still you know is like that, but it's my mom being said her broadcast was acting up. You saying your voice is still so. You know what? We just buying the enemy up right now because this show is still gonna go forward. People are gonna be healed from emotional and power radio. I don't care about that kind of stuff. I come up against the enemy, and I, I come up against them every day. So he he can bring it every every Tuesday. Okay. Because it's, it's going to go down. Every Tuesday, it's going to go down right here at 8 o'clock. So <laughs> Regardless. It don't matter. At 8 o'clock, we're going to be talking about it. It don't matter. I know that's right. My husband did send me a text message. He said, what are you doing? 
And I'm like, I'm talking. He said I was choppy. He said what? I sounded like choppy, like I was going in and out. And he, radio standpoint, you know, even blog talk radio, I haven't, to my knowledge, had any issues with my life, but, you know, I did say my broadcast was choppy. Well, that's okay, because whoever was able to hear the show, um, I don't know if we're about to end or not, but whoever was able to hear the show, if it was going in and out uh, for you, but you was able to catch what you needed, that's what you were supposed to hear. So we're going to keep going strong no matter what, no matter how how many times the my live feed go off or how many uh, technical difficulties we have, because at this in this season, we know that Emotionally Empowered Radio is going to heal people. It's going to set people free and different things. We're going to get it together. So it doesn't matter what the enemy try to come up with. It doesn't matter. I'm going to fast every Tuesday. I'm going to be ready. I'm I'm, I'm just going to be ready. It, it can go down every Tuesday. I mean, and I'm, I'm okay. You know, right. it's going to be warfare. I get it. I was prepared for it. So, it is what it is, but we gonna go live every Tuesday. Y'all gonna hear emotionally a power with Ebony and Duana every Tuesday at eight. Absolutely. So be square. <laughs> I mean, and it, yeah. and if it's stuff that y'all want to talk about, send us a message. Send us a um, direct message to our Facebook page, to our Instagram page, um, and we'll we'll talk about it together, and we'll. Get start getting that stuff out there because we never know. So if we just never know what people need to talk about, you know. Right. And again, everybody don't everybody don't like to talk about it face to face. So whatever platform we got to create for people, we gonna do it. Absolutely, I agree. I agree. So I think Did that we had a. Oh yeah. Did you make the announcement about the advertising? So, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Emotionally Empowered Radio is offering advertising. There is a um, flyer that we put out, uh, so you can inbox myself or inbox Delana uh, further information. But um, every Tuesday we will be giving businesses. Whether it's your business or your own personal thing, you know, that you are doing that you want to promote uh, us, you will have the opportunity to and do so. Or, you know, if you have something that you would just like for one of us to say and promote for you, um, we'll definitely um, do that so you guys can ask us for details on that. I'm so excited because we are out on Spotify. Yeah, big, 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 big thing for us. Um, we did just put in an application for a couple of other podcasts. Um, a big, 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 big one, hopefully, fingers crossed. So I'm not gonna say anything because I don't want to spoil it. But, um, you know, hopefully you'll see us in some other places as well. You can find us on um, iTunes podcast, Google Play podcast. There was a couple others that you listed, Duana. What were they? Um, come on. Okay, give me a second. Um, I think it was Player FM, Pop, uh, Popson. I think Castbox. I think you put that on there. So yes, I think Cash those are the only two. Yeah. 
So it's crazy because I didn't even know that emotional power was on all of those different um, outlets. But hey, it's what it is. For those of you that have been listening to us um, all night faithfully, thank you guys for your comments. I don't care if you was late to the party, you came in the middle of the party, or whatever. We appreciate you, we guys. Make sure that you follow our social media for updates. Um, my Instagram is Hardy underscore. And the one is Mrs. MRS DVIVA226 on Instagram. And you can always follow us by name, watch our live videos. We are going to be doing something called Motivational Someday or Another. I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna put a different day in front of it. Um, you know, we just want people to be uh motivated, you know. So please, you know, share our videos, follow our social media, put the word out. If you don't get to listen to the live video, you can always, always, always find us um on those other avenues. Okay. So you praying today? No, ma'am. You're so good. Oh, Really? Did I shut that down real quick? Where 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 your producer at? Where your husband at? Tell me <laughs> My producer husband had this. I don't even know if I have a producer now. That's so okay. That's Come on, Ebony. Yes. That's a, that. Yeah. But you pray. Go ahead. You're so good at it. I'll pray. Is there anybody that's on my live feed that would like to pray before I pray? <laughs> because Ebony obviously isn't going to do it. Again. You can't make a joke with my mess voice already. Thank you. Girl, it's a few words. No, nobody. Father God, we just come to you, Lord. Thanking you in the name of Jesus, God. Thanking you for a great show, Father God. We thank you for the platform, Father God. We don't take it for granted, God. We are humble, God, that you have given us this platform to to help heal people, Father God, to help set people free, Father God. Lord, we thank you in the name of Jesus, God, for the support, Father God, that this show has gotten, Lord. Yes. Since day since day one, Father, we just thank you for all the people that have come on, God. We bind up all depression, Father God. We bind up all bipolar disorders. We bind up all suicide spirits, Father God. We bind up all demonic spirits, portals, Father God. They may try to come and kill, kill, steal, and destroy relationships, kill, steal, and destroy families, God. Take family members out, Father God. We bind and rebuke all of those spirits right now in the name of Jesus, God. We cast them out, God, in the name of Jesus, God. We ask that you just continue to download into me and Ebony, Father God. Things that you want us to say on this show, Father God, we ask that you continue to download and just pour into us, God, the anointing that you have for us to walk in, God. For this show, Emotionally Empowered Radio, Father God, we ask that everybody on this live feed, God, everybody on this on the call in line, be blessed on tonight, Father God. And we just ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. I'm ending my live. You good? I am good, darling. Thank you, thank you, thank you for another lovely show. Yes, it's been great. I love doing this. It's a... Uh, it, it it was a great show. Um, Absolutely. Definitely a great show. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Girl, my husband did pop in the live video, okay? 
But yeah, it was a great show. Wrong with so that. I just hey, wanna husband. I just wanna he gone. I just wanna thank all my <laughs> viewers. I wanna thank everybody that did call into the show. We do appreciate you guys. Make sure that you like our pages, make sure that you if you have a business, if you have an organization, something, your side hustle or anything, make sure that you advertise, invest in yourself. My sister always tells me that, invest in yourself. So make sure that you just invest in yourself. But you got to be on time to the show because you got to invest in yourself at 8 o'clock. Got to come at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Can't do it at the end. So let's be on time for Emotionally Powered Radio. Talk about it Tuesday next week at 8. Right, and we'll see you guys there. Have a good night. Have a good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 